they, they, there's too much pointing going on in wrestling too much. Like I get you now. Like there's too much, there's too much of that. And I think Kenny helped start that. Like that you can't escape or goodbye. And it's like that point shit. Like there's, there's it's getting, it's, it's too much. It's starting to get to be a little well, bit too much. Started. I'm sorry. Bullet club. That was a Finn, Finn Balor move, right? Although I think there was no, that Finn, no. Not, not in the matches. Yeah, not in the match. Finn wrestles <laughs> like mm-hmm. Finn or or Prince Devitt. Well, I guess before he, the doctor, not... he would do the. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, before a move, he would do the thing. But now it's happening like, come here, it's over. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Good night. Hello. How are you? Good day. It's sunny. It's cold. I'm tired. Are you okay? It's like two, and then and then goes into action. I'm like, yo, can we stop this? This should happen. Listen, I love Moose. That was a fun match. That should happen like six times in the match. Like, got you, Kenny. And it's like, what? What? Why are you? You? He knows you're coming. <laughs> he knows that you're coming now. And then and then and then, thankfully, what they would do is generally Kenny would get out the way, which so it made sense. <laughs> Cause it's like you do that enough times, it's like, bro, we he can hear you. Like, what Fair the enough. fuck? You don't tell it's in boxing the, the the with two men are fighting. It's not a dude's like, I'm gonna hit you with the hook now. He doesn't do that. <laughs> Cause if oh, thank you for letting me know. You do there's so much mid in, in shit that happens. It, like that that's a that that point shit and then announcing what you're gonna do. That shit is mid. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome you in our recorded glory to the weekly podcast that is Give Me the Book. Uh, we are a wrestling show of your choice. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I do apologize for not being here last week. It's, uh, I don't know what to tell you, it's a hot boy summer and we are yeah. partaking in it. Um, boy, there has been a lot of wrestling in the last two weeks. We have a lot to cover. So without further ado, my co-host, please introduce yourself. The El Guapo of professional wrestling commentary and stand-up comedy, Satoyo. Thank you guys so much again for listening, tuning in. As Mike said, yes, we were. Listen, it's Hot Boy Summer out here. And unlike many of the wrestling podcasts that you will listen to, Mike and I are attractive men, which means that we must go out into the universe and forage and be a part of it. So sometimes during the Hot Boy Summer, you get a little caught up. But we're back. And we're here, and we're glad yes, you're here. It is unfortunately an audio only visual, but it is true. I, I got my haircut, I got my tan from North Carolina. But as I said, without further ado, let's get into the wrestling. There's been a lot of it. Let's start off with uh, a show we have coming up. We got a little preview on SmackDown. SmackDown, in my humble opinion, still the premier wrestling show uh, on of the week. And uh, we got ourselves a Hell in a Cell match. We're supposed to. Probably going to be a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view main event instead of ended up being a SmackDown main event in which Roman Reigns defeated Rey Mysterio via tap-out. Satoru, did you see the match? How did you feel about it? 
I did see the match. It went basically as I expected. Uh, you know, as we talked about before we went on there, they kind of split the difference. I thought nine minutes, they gave us about 12, and it, it ended with Ray tapping like a dog. For the sake of his – if you remember the last part, like I said, they, they love – woof. They just love no one taps like Ray and boy, they love it. So, yeah, he tapped like a dog uh, in a good match. Um, was it going to be the main event? I don't really think so. Um, I think a big reason that they put the match on SmackDown served a couple purposes. One, believability. No one no one was going to believe that Ray had a chance. They haven't booked him like that in years. Um, but he's always a he's a good underdog. Um, he hasn't been a credible threat in over a decade. Uh, but uh, also they want to pop a rating because for SmackDown and for Roman's push to be seen as effective, he has to continue to still draw in about one point eight to two million views per episode because the show is basically built around him. It's episodic television built around him. So if you're going to do that, you have to keep the rating strong. And also, they probably put this on Friday for the sake of time for whatever they're going to do tonight, because um, the, the there's not a lot of matches, but it does uh, seem that some matches are going to get a lot of time. Yeah, and honestly, judging off the last pay-per-view backlash, basically any uh, WWE pay-per-view that's not uh, a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam or one of the big fours, if you will, uh, big fives, if you count money in the bank now, that should be about six matches deep. And that they, they those have been the best shows. Backlash, again, was a show nobody really was excited about, but he gave us six matches, and I believe five of them were pretty damn good. They had them all had zombies yeah. in it, just fine, which they got a million dollars. Yeah. Um, so, and that's kind of what I'm expecting. Hell in a Cell is not really, you know, uh, a show, again, the best built feud from that show has been given to us. Uh, I think, obviously, you know, Cesaro and Seth Rollins have been built really well, but we've already seen that match. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, again, I'm sure that'll be good, we've already seen that match. So, Bobby Lashley versus Joe McIntyre, we've already seen that match. Again, they have been built okay-ish. I'm not super excited for it, but I'm sure it will be a fun show. Going to be honest with you guys, I will probably watch it the day after because the Sixers are playing Game 7 tonight. That being said, um, it should be a good show. I am uh, have some, again, expectations for at least good matches. And let's run through the card while we're at it. Uh, start with the main event. We have in a Hell in a Cell match, we have Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. If Drew loses the match, he can never challenge Bobby Lashley again for the championship. So, Tori, who do you have winning this match and why? Uh, I have Drew uh, because they have nowhere else to go. <laughs> so, uh, here's the thing. I think both brands at the top, Raw and SmackDown, have kind of booked themselves into a quagmire. SmackDown has done basically the same thing that Raw has done. They're just better at telling a weekly episodic story built around one guy. Uh, but they're basically in the same position. They book themselves into a corner where they don't really have anywhere to go. That's why that's why SmackDown. Listen, that's why SmackDown needs John Cena back at least for a month to get them through, through SummerSlam. That's why they need him back. They have nowhere else to go. They have nothing else to do. They book themselves into a quagmire. Uh, Raw is very much the same thing. Raw, they had a litany of options. They had a litany of things that they could have done that they chose not to do. So I actually will penalize Raw a bit harsher than I will SmackDown, um, even though I'm very critical of both uh, of just the general booking of WWE in general, as I should be. 
um, they had places to go. You could add Kofi versus Bobby to just get the, just to just to give you a buffer. You could have done that. And we could add a great match at Hell in the Cell and all that other stuff because Kofi has yet to receive a proper rematch for a title that he lost. But it was all he lost in eight seconds. They could have done that. And they just didn't. They could have literally done that and then taken Drew and Bobby to SummerSlam. <laughs> they chose not to do it. Amazing. So um, they're going to go. Either you go with Drew or you stick it on Bobby and who's challenging Bobby. They have right. nowhere else to go. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%. And I think that's where we were on. We, we talked about it um, when we were on two weeks ago. We all kind of expected Kofi to win that match, right, and get that opportunity. Uh, maybe through interference or, you know, have somebody run in and cost you a match, kind of have give Drew something to do in the meanwhile, uh, which, of course, did not happen. I will say this. I am excited to see where this whole MVP Kofi Kingston thing goes and the, what ends up happening over there. Um, and that's yeah, one that I mean, very, very excited. It has been one of the better things on Raw, one of the more entertaining things. And again, honestly, pretty much, um, it is funny that Raw now is pretty much being carried by the tag team division, right? You basically have New Day, RK Bro, uh, and then to a lesser extent, uh, the YK Raiders and uh, uh, AJ and Amos kind of being like the only good parts of, of the show now, which is interesting. Um, now, speaking of Raw, the top of the card for, well, no, that's not true, the other match on Raw, the other championship match on Raw. We have Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the Raw Women's Championship. I believe, I hope Rhea Ripley retains. I'm not sure if I believe it will happen. Uh, Satoyo, how do you feel about this? It's Charlotte Flair, so anything could happen. Um, they ruined Rhea Ripley. Uh, was it last year at WrestleMania when they had her tap in the middle of the ring to Charlotte Flair? There is no reason for us to believe they would not do that again. Uh, Rhea has never been the same since that. They haven't booked her the same since she came back. Since she came on the main roster and won the title, they booked her very erratically because um, they don't. Well, it's an audience of one. We won't get into it. Uh, who knows? It, it would stand to reason that Rhea uh, should retain. But it stood to reason at last year's WrestleMania that Rhea should have retained. And she didn't. So uh, when it comes to Charlotte Flair, um, all roads generally lead back to her. And if you are an actual fan of quality, consistent pro wrestling and booking, you should not be excited. So, uh, yeah, in any event, uh, uh, I'm going to just say Rhea makes sense, but probably Charlotte. I, I just hope we get a clean match because they have um, introduced Nikki into this uh, into this feud. And I don't know how is that. Uh... How is she going to, if she's going to interfere? I sure we get a clean finish and then have whoever wins or loses for that matter kind of do a one on one feud with her. If, if uh, Charlotte, if Charlotte loses, it's not clean. That doesn't mm -hmm. happen. Uh, Charlotte loses, it, it's setting up Charlotte versus Nikki in all, it may be in all likelihood. But Charlotte eating a clean loss very rarely happens. So she's one of the more protected uh, of them. So if she loses, it's not clean. The other Hell in the Cell match we have, uh, a blow-off, I'm assuming, uh, in another feud that's been going on for a while, but a good feud, so not not complaining. Uh, we have Bianca Belair versus Bayley in a Hell in the Cell match for WWE SmackDown's Women's Championship. I think this is a, a probably the more predictable match. I think this is Bianca Belair. She's been kind of killing it as a champion. I think uh, her last win against Bayley was, you know, via roll-up. I think here she gets clean decisive win and then both women can kind of move on to uh uh different things yeah i think this is actually going to be the match of the night 
Uh, I love Bobby versus Drew. I think they have great chemistry. We've just seen them a lot. I think that Bianca and Bailey, I think Bailey's really established a lot of trust within the company, rightfully so. And I think that they'll be able to really implement some really cool stuff into that match. Um, you can't go wrong either way, but yeah, it should be Bianca. Yeah, um, I agree with you on the on the match. I think I mean they they them two will always just have had good chemistry in the, pretty much every match they've had, whether it's on TV or last month on Backlash again. I thought them Backlash was actually headed to be a match of the night um, before you know the I don't want to say screwy finish because now there's nothing screwy about a roll up. It is a wrestling match, but uh, we kind of just like that the oomph, the ending, if you will, which I think they'll deliver this time around. Uh, Next match, we have Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Um, personally, don't I mean, Alexa Bliss is going to win, obviously. This has kind of been her push. She has her fan base. Uh, it constantly does really well on, on WWE YouTube. Uh, that being said, I do not know anybody who is into it. So, Tori, are you into this? Are you into the storyline? Are you into this program at all? I don't give a damn, quite frankly. Also, very interesting. Tag team women's titles, not on the card. So interesting. Don't you find? Um, no, I don't care about it. I'm kind of actually annoyed that the women's tag team titles are not on the card when you have Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke building towards Tamina and Natty Neidhart. Um, but it just shows the structural flaw in this company as a whole that uh, they've killed their women's division. They've killed their women's tag division. And they give us a match that no one wants to really see. Uh, I'm sure it'll be some cool nonsense. The lights will probably go out. Uh, costume changes. Um, and Alexa Bliss doing uh, Bray Wyatt's moves. So, yeah. And then the last two matches I'm going to include together. This is your early tw uh, 2010s Ring of Honor special uh, yes. rematch. We have Kevin Owens versus We're Sam back, Zane. Cesaro, Cesaro versus, versus Seth Rollins. Uh, again, I think this is... All of these are great. They they will rock the house for you know the dozen time that they've rocked the house together. Um, and I have not Dutch. I mean, I think Seth Rollins picks up the win. I think he's been actually has not have too pretty much any big win since he returned. I think he only I think he beat Nakamura maybe like his first like week back, and it pretty much has been yeah, he, eating losses since. Um, despite doing arguably the best promo work of anybody in the company. Um. Mm -hmm. Even though he's just doing Robert De Niro's mannerisms, I, I love it. I'm here all day for it. And uh, I do not mind seeing him go up to the main event. I think he could be a potential money in the bank winner. Uh, and I think him versus Roman Reigns, if if John Cena or uh, Brock Lesnar or whoever doesn't make their comeback to – or Edge doesn't make their comeback for SummerSlam, I think uh, I think Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins could be your main event. So I got Seth Rollins picking up that win. Um, and I got Kevin Owens being Sami Zayn just because. Yeah, I have it a little. I, th I think Seth is doing his best work. Um, it's really hard to judge, though. There's no audience there for, for safety reasons, but he is arguably the best heel in that company. Shocker. It's true. You can make a valid case for Seth Rollins being consistent. And he honestly, realistically, long term, he is a better heel than Roman Reigns. He's been a heel longer. Uh, he actually does do it better with a lot less um, in order for Romans to be an effective heel. You kind of have to give him everything. Seth is an effective heel with next to nothing, comparatively speaking. Uh, and Seth is also 
put himself in a very interesting position. He doesn't need to win, um, but him winning doesn't hurt Cesaro. It's very interesting. That, that shows the talent of him, actually. Uh, not many heels can actually pull that off. So he finds himself in a very, very interesting position. I reckon that he'll win, uh, but if he loses, it doesn't, it doesn't really hurt anything. It doesn't, it, it's one of those weird things. The, um, as far as uh, Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens, I think Sami gets the win because he ate the clean stunner in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania. So I think in order to keep Sami somewhat uh, relevant, he, you know, Kevin has to slip on a banana peel. And uh, and and Sammy gets the win. Yeah. Uh, again, we will see again. I'm, I'm excited for both of those matches. That even though again we've seen them before, um, I cannot get enough of, of those of those pairings. Uh, that again. And if you that, 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 that 2010 Ring of Honor class is, mm-hmm. is one of the best. I'm telling you, it's a, it's one of the best classes. And if you're expecting the same matches that you got on Ring of Honor, you will be disappointed. They will not go as long. They're older. They're not going to do the same shit. And nor should they. But it'll still be excellent. Well, you know what, though? Of all three of them, I think I will say Seth is much better than he was when he was Tyler Black, even in the Easily. ring. I think he's a lot smoother, and I think he, his moveset expanded as well. Yeah, Tyler Black was uh, – I can't mm. – oh, boy. Tyler Black, It was he was an interesting character because I didn't understand it. They were <laughs> grooming him. I remember watching Ring of Honor TV, and I was like, this guy's not likable at all. And the minute you put the title on him, everyone will hate him. And sure enough, they put the title on him. And it's like it was this moment that everyone thought they wanted. And then it happened. And we were like, we don't like the guy. I'm like, yeah, he, aside from his cool moves, there's nothing else about it. He's not a likable person. Um, and then he was then he turned heel <laughs> and it made sense during that run. So, yeah, no, Seth is clearly better than he was then, um, even if he doesn't do the same amount of shit. But uh, you can do less and be much better. It happens all the time. Yeah, very true. Um, last thing I want to cover for WWE before we go elsewhere, we had, a, I think, a pretty fun match. Hope Again, speaking of uh, matches that I hope are final and definitive, uh, we had Nakamura beat Baron Corbin in a, what turned out to be a best-of-five series uh, to become King yeah. Nakamura. Uh, very excited for it. I think Corbin has done as much as he can with a King gimmick, which was fine. I'm not going to say it was terrible. I'm not going to say it was great. It was fine for what it was. Um, I think Nakamura has been, as I said, already much cooler and probably the best he's looked on the main roster uh, in the last five weeks, even as he's just been working the same match with Baron Corbin. So excited to see what's next for him. And again, as far as those Money in the Bank challengers, um, if not Seth Rollins, I I would not mind seeing uh, Nakamura get that briefcase. Many of you will hate this. Many of you will disagree. This was my favorite match of the week, actually. Hmm. Uh, I think uh, Baron Corbin and Nakamura helped each other out tremendously. I think it was Baron's best work, actually, uh, with the King gimmick. Uh, and I think that it Nakamura needed something. And I'm really, really glad they chose to do the right thing with him because he was already the King of Strong style. I think that the whole King type gimmick suits Nakamura better uh, because he's cool. Um it's just that WWE doesn't know what to do with cool because they're not cool people. But um, it was cool. It was really, really good. It was a fun match. It was a fun blow off. And um, it was really something that seeing how Baron Corbin transitions uh, into whatever he does next, I think is actually interesting. It made me interested in seeing what Baron Corbin was going to do next 
as well as me being excited for what Nakamura could do next as the noble Nakamura as he is. Yes. Absolutely. And again, I am, I am very high. It's, I haven't seen him in the ring, so I could be buying, you know, uh, a stock of uh, Nicola like uh, crash and then and other hype stocks, but man, I am buying me some brick books stock. The man oozes charisma and, and, and has a good look on him. If he can do anything in the ring at all, he can be. You know, that's the cool thing about SmackDown, man. SmackDown, quietly, it's kind of building up stars of the future. You have Commander Aziz doing things, looking very impressive. You have Rick Boogs, again, do, being very charismatic and doing things. You have all this is becoming a heel and infected one. It's it's kind of, you know, it's, it is it is interesting what they've been. And again, I appreciate what SmackDown has been doing because their roster is only 22 superstars. It is very, very. Yeah, it's paper thin. Yeah. So, so to see them again, both kind of uh, putting out compelling television as well as at least it, trying to invest in the future has been very impressive. Uh, let's move on to two shows. We had they had two pay-per-views last week uh, that we uh, did not cover. I think both of the shows, I can say, were good, were fun, probably non-essential, uh, but had really good fallout uh, pieces of television this week um, that followed. I uh, will start with NXT, NXT in your house. Uh, mm-hmm. again, so it was very fun pay-per-view, especially the main event. I thought the fireway match had a lot of talent and uh, lived up to it. Uh, Karrion Cross is your champion. He still is. But now we do not know what's next for him, but we do know that he's going to have to deal with an unfortunate now, as the Adam Cole found out this week. Uh, we got Samoa Joe. He's back with WWE, back as with NXT, back as the enforcer. Uh, William Regal and Samoa Joe make a great pair. Uh, I think on our first episode, I recommended their match, a very uh, kind of uh, rare match from uh, the year 2000, when William Regal actually looked more buff and bigger than Samoa Joe. Um, but yeah, I thought the NXT produced some really, really good television, one of the best, maybe their best episode uh, in several years. Uh, highlighted by Samoa Joe's return, but also um, Cameron Grimes officially becoming a face and saving millions yeah. of dollars, man, Ted DiBiase. L.A. Knight. How interesting. The few times you've been wrong in this podcast, sir, was when you said that they're not going to yep. do anything with L.A. Knight and they have proved you wrong. He's yep. now your million-dollar man. Yep. After an excellent uh, Lara match. I think NXT. Which I love. Saunders. Yeah, which I, I love. Uh, I'd love to be wrong about uh, what they've done with L.A. Knight, Eli Drake. Um, yeah, he became the million dollar man, which is appropriate. Uh, Cameron Grimes turned face, which is also appropriate. He needed somewhere to go and also not for nothing. He's just so goddamn affable. Uh, even when he was this annoying character, he was just too much fun. Um, the only time I ever really actively disliked him is when he was with Damian Priest and then Priest got rid of him. And then I was like, I like the guy. I mean, he seems like he's fun to hang out with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, to the moon, like who does, you know, I'm with it. So that was cool. Uh, Adam Cole doing his best work ever uh, by getting slapped by Samoa Joe. Easily the best thing that Adam Cole's ever done uh, in any backstage vignette uh, ever of all time. Uh, clearly his best work. I mean, I give him a lot of flack because I, and I blame a lot of you because you sit there and you make it seem like Adam Cole is something that he in fact is not. Uh, but I stand corrected. That man got put to sleep. And it was the best work that he ever did. Adam Cole on the ground, unconscious, is how I want to see Adam Cole all the time. I will not be disrespected by you people in this way when you sit there and say this man is some sort of generational talent. Fuck is wrong with you? God damn it. M-Cole Great NXT episode. 
Anaco is really dude. Good. I'm sorry, bro. I'm honestly, honestly, if you guys like the the young bucks in a singles form, then yeah, sure you like Adam Cole. Good, good. Give me twenty seven thousand super kicks in a match, and then steal Petey Williams moves, and then yeah, cool. Call it, call it. You guys are you ridiculous. You're ridiculous in this way. And then you guys, you guys, you guys on the internet like, oh, Adam Cole just cut the promo of his life against Karrion Cross. Did you see them together? Did you see them? A guy who's not more physically imposing than me will not convince me that somehow he's going to take on Karrion Cross. I'm bigger than him. But why didn't my point? My whole point that was this was a conversation we had uh, last two weeks ago. Why didn't Karrion Cross just punch him? That was my why whole didn't thing. Like, Cross, but why didn't Karrion Cross? Why didn't Karrion Cross? You know why? Because he was told not to. <laughs> Stupid logic. Dumb logic. He was Fair told enough. not to because Adam had to get over because we need to make Adam look special. If things were, if it was proper and he punches Adam, he kills Adam. It's done. But you guys have to be lied to. You guys have to be taught to believe that Adam Cole is somehow special. So Karrion doesn't do the right thing and hit him. It was the dumbest segment of that, of that show the previous week. I'm like, this is stupid. This is dumb. It doesn't make any sense. But it was done for the purposes of being making Adam Cole look special. And the promo was mid. Cool. The promo was great. That just that shit was mid, bro. Not, you guys, you guys, you guys, gonna, you guys, you guys, you guys bark over mid shit, bro. That shit was hey, so mid, bro. I thoroughly love enjoyed mid, it, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all love some mid. Hey. Oh, what they do with me? They ring the bell. Super kicks. Fire. It's fire. Kicks. That was a fire line. Oh, bro. That was a fire. You know what? You know what? No, that's bars. not a fire line. You guys love mid bars. shit. You guys, you guys love listen. mid shit. You love the mid. Listen, bro. if you, you can't hate on that Adam Cole promo and then, and then, and then, you know, you know, no, 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 you know what? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. No, you know, if you were no, like, no, 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 stop it. No. Stop right. it. That's ridiculous. Because MJF actually works, number one. Number two, you think MJF is a better worker than Adam Cole? I think that he is on his way to becoming a better worker than Adam Cole. And if you put Adam Cole, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You put Adam Adam Cole at MJF's age was not that good. Was not nearly as good as what he's not cutting the promo at his age. He's cutting the promo now. So 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 no, is he a better pro? I think I think MJF is a better promo than Adam Cole. Of course, I think they're on the level. Because M- no, MJF is an actual heel. He stays there all the time, for better or worse. MJF is, is consistently a heel, does not break for anything because he wants to respect the business. Um, so I think MJF is better. What I will say is this. You have, have this large click and fan base of, of, of fans who become wrestlers who idolize Shawn Michaels. And they end up working like <laughs> Shawn Michaels. And that's a real fucking problem. It's really an awful thing. And Adam Cole is just another one of them. That's why Shawn Michaels and Triple H loves that love this guy, because this guy loves them. But guess what? You can also be trained by Shawn Michaels and be a generational talent and arguably better than Shawn Michaels. And we saw it with Brian Danielson. You can actually be trained by the fucking guy and not look like some sort of watered down uh, bastardization of the guy. So you can love your Adam Cole as much as you want, but that's the guy watching Shawn Michaels matches who then goes in the ring and does Shawn Michaels moves. Which is not which there's 27,000 super kicks in one match. 27,000. Hey, slap it, slap the thigh, slap it harder, slap it. I want to see you slap it. He's always throwing all these super kicks, red thigh right there. And you guys, oh, he's so good. Oh, he's, he's so, ooh, oh, ooh, yeah. That guy, what a, that shit is mid, bro. You guys love mid shit. <laughs> All I'm going to say is this. Adam Cole is... 
Now, there's nothing wrong with being with doing Shawn Michaels. He can be entertaining, and and he does, he doesn't do him as much. I think he's better than the young ones. That's what I'm saying. I think NXT reels them in, whereas AEW gives um, young bucks a little too much freedom, which is why they're as annoying I, as I agree. I agree. I so agree, agree, and you can still thing. make the comparison. The mid. Listen, listen. I he has had too many great matches. That's the young bucks, by the way. Even though win, win, Adam Cole. <laughs> Where both matches were great. Both Johnny Gargano matches were great. The match he had, he had, he had, so, he had yeah, he was first. First, Gargano's better than Cole, so that makes sense. Okay, you can yeah, be yes, good, agreed, agreed. and then you work with Gargano, and then you'll have a great match. And it was it was overly booked, but it was still okay. Both the, all those matches were cool. Uh, the Pat McAfee, I do not count. I don't count that at all. I actually don't. I think that shit was terrible because it was so ridiculous to have a kicker come into this ring and then go 20 minutes with your supposed tremendous great Adam Cole. Like, that shit. That shit was so mid to me, bro, because the presentation of it was all the way wrong. Shouts to Pat McAfee for being a great athlete. Shouts to Pat. And then people sit there and say, well, he was a professional. He was a kicker, bro. Stop it. You guys love mid shit, bro. You sit here and you and you and you cap for mid, bro. That shit is so. Your hatred of Shawn Michaels like, runs so deep. Huh? It's, it's it's your hatred of Shawn Michaels runs so deep. It's it's it's, it's yeah, especially when I see it when I when I see a a, a a a a watered down, shorter version of a short man doing <laughs> his moves. You guys love the mid, bro. This mid shit. I swear to God. Say, this Adam Cole does have the body type of somebody who would never work on a, on the WWE main roster. That part I do agree with you. But him, hey, him and Daniel Bryan also had a great match when uh, on SmackDown. That SmackDown, yeah, because he was, was in the uh, ring with one of the greatest wrestlers. He was in the ring with one of the greatest wrestlers that has ever lived in Brian Danielson. Yes. They did have a great match because you're in the ring with Brian fucking Danielson. He is one of the best wrestlers that has ever lived. He is the consistent overachiever, so much so that WWE could not not recognize his star power despite their best efforts. Brian Danielson is a once in a generational talent. Adam Cole is mid. King Ricochet had a great match with him. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly had a great match with him. All I'm saying is this: he has had a lot of good matches in the past couple of years. That's it. That's my only point. Yes, working with some amazing talent. Mid. Will not be convinced otherwise. Um, anything else you want to cover from uh, NXT? Oh, uh, Kevin Cross. I am very excited to see him go with uh, uh, Pete Dunne. That was kind of my takeaway from the. From the yep. fireway, I think there was a lot of really exciting pairings. Obviously, as they happened in the fireways, but I think Pete Dunne and Karrion Cross were kind of my favorite combination in the ring. And it did look like near the end that Pete Dunne was going to win before Kyle Riley ultimately interfered. I do think NXT have, are recognizing that the cool Kyle gimmick is just not working, which is why he took the loss, and I think why he's no longer dressing funny. Which thank God. Um, Yo, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Again, he's one of the best wrestling talents. I do think it's kind of back to the drawing board. Back to the drawing board as far as what they're going to do with it with his character. Yeah, with with Kyle, Kyle is strongest in a in a unit. Um, I think that I recognize that from Ring of Honor. Uh, even when he won the Ring of Honor title, it was very. It, it just didn't. It just didn't pop. He is a good underdog wrestler. 
you know, you book him appropriately as an underdog, that cool Kyle shit, how he was dressing. I said, hey, man, y'all need to take care of your you guys don't love him if you're going to have him out here like this. And yeah, I think at the Great American Bash, Cole gets his win back um, because Cole is the better marketable talent, uh, whereas Kyle, they need to figure out and Kyle needs to figure out uh, that his presentation is much that of a grappling fighter. He needs to be presented that way as a grappling fighter who works from underneath, in my opinion. Uh, You have to hone in on the fact that the guy is a competitor. He's a fighter. You have to hone in on the fact that he is an underdog so that when he does win, it it sticks out. That cool Kyle shit. First of all, your name is Kyle. You're already at a disadvantage. You're already at a a distinct disadvantage. Your name is Kyle. You don't you 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 got you you guys all probably know 10 Kyle's. One of them is actually decent. None of them are cool. There's not a cool Kyle. So you're already at disadvantage. Your name is Kyle. And then you dress in that fashion that you were dressing in, which is even less cool than what your name is, which is saying something. So we have to we have to dig back into Kyle O'Reilly being a wrestler who works from underneath, really dig into a story. Fuck it. Talk about the fact that he's diabetic. Do anything to to really be like, yo, this guy works from underneath. Book him like you would Daniel Bryan, I guess. (laughs) Fucking Kyle, the sugar man. (laughs) Yeah. Sugar man. Sugar man Riley on the sugar candy man. man. Give him something. Candy man. Yep. Say his yeah, Say candy his man. Times in the mirror and he appears. And he appears. Oh, that man. cool Kyle shit. <laughs> give him terrible ideas. Um, give him Vince McMahon just the worst ideas possible with his diabetic shit. Uh, last how, thing. How, the worst about- ideas? He's already. How am I going to give that man the worst ideas? Goodness gracious. <laughs> him as a he'll find those on his own. <laughs> he'll, he'll find those on his own. I mean, yeah, talk about, talk about talk so about. Be, he can't be cool Kyle. He can't be cool. Kyle dressing like that. I mean, listen, he's dressing like he's a fucking straight edge kid from the 90s going to a rock concert and he, he orders waters. All oh, man, my man's like, going to come down the ring with a goddamn insulin needle. <laughs> hey, uh, if it gets him, if it gets him over, baby, it's, over. <laughs> it's, it's an older crowd. WWE is being watched by 50 plus. They can relate. Um, Last thing, last thing on NXT, we're spending a little too much time on it. Uh, really want to shout out my personal favorite match of the week was the, the tornado tag. Between uh, between Young Grizzle Veterans, maybe my favorite team in WWE, Tommaso Ciampa and T- Timothy Hatcher, just fucking four killers going at it, being the shit out of each other, uh, doing moves on the table that doesn't break, and it feels kind of appropriate, <laughs> being as they beat the living crap out of each other. Um, I, again, I love Young Grizzle Veterans. I think they combine everything uh, that WWE and NXT specifically wants to present as kind of like an old school mean streak while still doing like flashy moves on your dives but limiting it to them to just big spots um so they'll have a match will feel like real wrestling and then they'll do some cool stuff to pop the crowd um and i think they they work really amazingly well as a heel if you want to make your faces you can do it on the time um but yeah good to see you know yeah champion and thatch still being featured still being in the main event i think with everything happening in nxt right now with all the infusion of talent and new champions etc they uh were in danger of being overlooked and it's good to see they're not yeah, I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of all of those teams. I actually, on the flip side, I think I, I think Tommaso Ciampa and Timothy Thatcher, are like my dark horse, dark horse favorite parts of NXT. I love Timothy Thatcher. I just, I, I love dudes that look legit and present themselves in a legit way. And all four of those gentlemen do that. Uh, I really like the pairing of Ciampa and Thatcher because it's a very complicated relationship in history. 
Um, and it's a history based on convenience. Uh, it's a partnering based on convenience uh, that then broods into you're a hard bastard. I'm a hard bastard. Go out there and be hard men and take care of it. So I, I did like that. I like, I like all four. I like all t- both of those teams and all four of those men. Um, moving on, as I mentioned earlier, we had not essential pay-per-view followed by a great fallout show uh, this week. Uh, this was uh, Impact against All Out, uh, where we had, again, a lot of good matches, um, some a lot of fun matches. I think Kenny Omega versus Moose was your main event. It looked fun, and then Young Bucks interfered, um, which is fine. That's that's the character. Um, I do think, again, it's uh, the way Kenny Omega is being booked is becoming a little uneven. I think he could use a clean win here and there. He hasn't had one in a while, it seems like. What are you, what are you talking about? You're being, you're being totally ridiculous. He defeated Orange Cassidy and Pac in a triple threat match with a classical wrestling maneuver crucifix pin. Uh, I thought that was great. I think Kenny Omega quite, quite frankly, and a lot of you are going to dislike that in terms of world champions, he is the best because he is the most consistent. And also he has, it's the best presentation, the best bout machine, which he was known as for years. You can coast off of that and then present yourself this way as a heel and you're so fucking obnoxious. I think it's great. It's amazing because it's the mere fact of I have been the best bout machine. I am the best wrestler and I am the best this, that, and the third and sure. But guess what? It's an old boxing uh, terminology. The worst thing, like it's hard to stay hungry when you sleep on silk sheets. And that's the presentation of Kenny Omega. You can be hungry. He's been hungry for you. He's been the man da, 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 all that other stuff to finally get to that title. Is like, hey man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a VP now. I'm a VP now, and he boom, he gets it. And guess what? Yeah, when the when the top, when it gets tough, he's not the same guy. That's why he has all these stooges around him. He's not the same guy, and it's important to present in that way, especially when you make the transition to fully heal. Because remember, Kenny was a heel in Japan who could just have great matches until his match quality with Okada, we're being honest, and Naito was such that it made him popular. So he had the sort of, the story had to shift into him being this bout machine. But there was nothing else about him. Even when he came, when AEW started, there was nothing really about him aside from Kenny Omega, best bout machine. But he paled in comparison to actual great wrestlers who had great personalities like a Pac like John Moxley, like Chris Jericho, who had more layers to them. That's why they were in those positions first, because they had layers that Kenny had never had to have. The cleaner wasn't really a layer like that. That was the thing in Japan, whatever else. He had to create this best bout machine persona, not the actual man bell to bell, the persona of the best bout machine. And that is a guy with stooges, all around him. And when he's facing bigger, tougher, and stronger men, he does what a heel needs to do. He cheats to get by. I love it. Hey, fair enough, man. Uh, I, I was hoping we could get a clean finish, but again, maybe that is just good. Heel no, no, you don't need that because honestly, I was, I was totally okay with that because quite frankly, you have to give Moose an out. You have, you have to actually give him an out. I knew Moose wasn't winning the minute they interjected Sammy Callahan. The minute that Moose and Sam, I was like, okay, well, Moose ain't winning. So either he's leaving or they're doing something else. Um, but you needed to give Moose an out. I was totally okay uh, with that finish. I thought the match itself was fun. A uh, little bit too much like, 
they, they, there's too much pointing going on in wrestling too much. Like I'll get you now. Like there's too much, there's too much of that. And I think Kenny helped start that, like that you can't escape or goodbye. And it's like that point shit. Like there's, there's it's getting, it's, it's too much. It's starting to get to be a little oh, bit too much. Right. I'm sorry. Bullet club. That was a Finn, Finn Balor move, right? Although I think there was no, Finn, no. Not, not in the matches. Yeah, not in the match. Finn wrestles like mm-hmm. Finn or or Prince Devitt. Well, I guess before he, the doctor, he would do the. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, before a move, he would do the thing. But now it's happening like, come here. It's over. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. Hello. How are you? Good day. It's sunny. It's cold. I'm tired. Are you okay? It's like two, and then and then goes into action. I'm like, yo, can we stop? This this should happen. Listen, I love Moose. That was a fun match. That should happen like six times in the match. Like, got you, Kenny. And it's like, what? What? Why are you? You? He knows you're coming. <laughs> he knows that you're coming now. And then and then and then, thankfully, what they would do is generally Kenny would get out the way, which so it made sense. <laughs> Cause like you do that enough times, it's like bro, we he can hear you. Like what the fuck? You don't tell in, in boxing the, the the with two men are fighting. It's not like a dude's like I'm gonna hit you with the hook now. He doesn't do that. <laughs> Cause if oh thank you for letting me know. You do there's so much mid in, in shit that happens. <laughs> like that that's a that that point shit and then announcing what you're gonna do. That shit is mid. Okay, Roman Reigns talking loudly during a match. That shit is mid. That's, That's mid shit. I disagree with you. No, 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 no that no. shit. That shit is so. That shit is so. That shit is so mid because. I love it. I love him. No, no, that's good healing. No, that's good. Kick no, your that shit ass. Is, no, no, it, 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 no, it's, kick your ass. No, that shit is and and, no, and talk shit no, while he's doing it. That's no, good. no, that's good no, shit. That's no, good that shit is mid. No, here's why. Here's why. Here's why that shit is mid. You talk, and again, I understand. Hopefully, when they when when there are more audiences in, he can modify it. You talk to the people. You tell the people. Oh yeah, you don't yeah. Tell the well, guy. Well, no, you don't. There's nah, no people. You don't, you don't. There's no people to talk to. There's the camera. That's and what I'm saying. That's, no, but but the thing about it is, but then why have the Thunderdome? You play to the you play to the camera. You play to the audience. So hopefully there's He's an adjustment because hold on. Hopefully there's an adjustment because too much talking. And again, if you're able to talk to your guy while whooping his ass, all your that consistently, all you're telling me is you don't fight hard, hard men. That's all I see it as, because honestly, if you're a hard boy, eventually you the baby face. I'm hitting you. What the fuck? I'm hitting you back. If you're a, if you're a top level baby face, if you're a top level baby face, a baby face punches back. Look at Rick Rude versus Sting. If Rude starts jacking off, it starts jack. Well, yeah, jacking off. Literally, he starts literally jaw jacking to Sting and starts talking to Sting. Sting has to hit him. And he would. It's like, I'm the best. Even if I, I hit you and then you rake me in the eyes or you hit me low to then take away my heat and then nullify the heat, I have to respond to you because you're talking crap while we're fighting. And as a baby face fighting from underneath, I have to, in fact, respond. Me not responding means I'm not a credible threat. I'm mid. So either I'm mid. Either I am either me, the babyface, challenging the great Roman Reigns, either I am mid or the act of what you're doing is mid. So, uh, no, correction, 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 Mike. You're right. The babyface is that he's fighting her mid. You're right. Correct. Yeah. I've he's not, though. Because, and I'm to why. Because, no, 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 no. Here's the one thing Roman Reigns, over his career, has become one of the best sellers in the world. And he has been and looked hurt in all of those matches. 
in all those matches where he talked trash while, while whooping somebody's ass, he has looked hurt and he has looked in severe trouble and in pain. Whether against Cesaro, against Daniel Bryan, against Rey Mysterio just now, that, that's kind of, I forgot to say, that was like my big takeaway from the Hell in the Cell match. Man, during the, those first five minutes, Roman Reigns sold the fuck out how, yeah. how much pain he was in. You thought he was getting his windpipe crushed. Really. He can be an obnoxious nah. heel who is the man nah. who's very strong and who's presented as the best champion on you know, SmackDown while also getting the baby face over because they're able to inflict a lot of damage on him that he's selling really well. Disagree entirely. So his windpipe is damn near crushed, but at the end he's talking to him and saying happy Father's Day. Disagree. Uh, so that, that again, again, it's a matter of the quality of selling. Do you sell in the moment or do you sell the match? He sells in the moment. He doesn't sell the match. It's mm. the same problem I had at Russell. It's the same problem I had at WrestleMania at the end when he's jaw jacking everyone and everyone's like, motherfucker, you've been destroyed. I'm not saying don't stand tall. I'm not saying don't stand tough, but you sold the moment. You didn't sell the match. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels had a legitimate gripe. He had a legitimate gripe with Cena. That's why at the end, when Cena tried to shake his hand on the ramp, Shawn didn't shake his hand. And he went back and he was mad. He's like, you sold the moment. You didn't sell the match. I was working on your arm. And then you act like it didn't happen. You act like it didn't happen. You can say I'm critical of Shawn Michaels, but he was right in that moment. You sold the moment. You don't sell the match. That shit is mid, bro. That shit is mid. We have to have standards. Both of times, he sold the arm after the match. Yeah, I do yeah after the match. his arm, had to raise the other one. But the fact, you know he's, why? Like, he's, still, he's still got room to prove. I've never said he was the best wrestler in the world. He is getting there. But fair enough. That's a fair. He'll ne- he'll, no, incorrect. He'll never get there. He'll be, as, he'll be so. very great, though. No, he'll never get to best wrestler in the world, but he'll be great. He'll be great without he's question. Right. He's happy. He has, he has, he has, my guy. He, no, no, no. He keeps having consistent no. great matches. One of the best sellers in the world already. One of the best. No, he's having. He's having. He's having. He's having very good matches. The match. Don't sit there and lie and say the match on Friday was great. It was very good. It was a fun it was match. Yeah. Sit there. So, so, so there is that. But he'll become a great WWE wrestler. He Maybe probably already is there. We'll talk about the best matches of the year. Is he not gonna? If you were to list your ten best matches of the year with he's Roman Reigns, he's in there. No, he's in there. He's in there, but I'm not going to sit there. Will he ever be the best in the world? No, no, no. That's but honestly, in terms of he doesn't need to be. That's not what he's there for. Mm-hmm. That's not even what the product is. There's always going to be someone, even on that roster, who Bell the Bell is better than him. Who Bell the Bell will not there yet. I agree. I agree. He'll never get there. He's not supposed to. He's not. He's not built like a lot of these other guys who had to learn multiple styles across. He'll never be Drew McIntyre. But Drew hmm. knows various styles of wrestling because he had to go everywhere. Roman didn't have to go everywhere. Roman went to one place. And that's why it feeds. He went to his family. And then he, the, from his family, he went right there to fucking Florida. It feeds into that gimmick of being an entitled person who only ever had to go to one place. So it's not even a knock on him. He's great just by doing his natural instincts are amazing. Like he's just naturally good. I want to make this very clear. But again, it's one of those things. Do you sell the moment or do you sell the match? Great heel. I'm sorry. Go watch Rick Rude. Go watch Rick Rude in matches where he wins or in matches where he loses, where he's taking on a credible challenger and babyface, and he shows respect. Watch Brock Lesnar, where he'll sell the thing that almost got him. You know, watch him versus AJ Styles. The way he sold that leg, even after he won the match, you're selling the match. You don't sell for the moment. And then you're going to talk. That shit is mid, bro. That's mid.
Me. This show has gone off control, but we're supposed to be talking about Impact, which had a really good fallout show from their pay-per-view. Uh, as yes, you he did. I think the story they're telling with him certainly indicates he will be the one to dethrone Kenny Omega for the title, which I think I'm okay with. He, it's kind of a nice, you know, reward. If there's anybody who, quote-unquote, has right the ship at Impact, sure. I think Sammy Callahan is uh, top of the list. He's done a lot of good Agreed. things for that company. Uh, had a really good career after a very mid, uh, if you will, run at NXT. Um, so I, you know, and, uh, again, I think they're telling a really cool story with him first being fired then being reinstated. Now Don Callis has been let go. It's good to see, you know, maybe a a little bit quick, but still good to see a heel get his comeuppance pretty quickly. And I think that means we're kind of building to a more clean, uh, match one-on-one between, uh, Sammy and Kenny Omega at Slammiversary. Yep. You take away all of, uh, the way to beat Kenny Omega is you have to take away all of his henchmen. So it's like it's the, the starting process. I don't know if Sammy does it. Uh, if he does, great. If he doesn't, then I'll see what's happening next. But I do appreciate the fact that these uh, they're not booking it on the fly. They are really taking their time with it in terms of who's next, who's next, who's next, because uh, Impact is presenting this the right way. They need to get their belts back, like you know, and it, it, it becomes this unifying front. You saw it with Moose where Moose was like, yeah, even guys who don't like me at Impact are like, best of luck. It becomes that thing where it's like, yo, he's not our guy. He's an AEW guy who has our title. We need to get that title back, which is great storytelling. Uh, In reality, the belt being on Kenny Omega helps Impact tremendously because AEW came in and was immediately hotter than Impact. But Impact really has told some of their, they've done their best work the past two, three years, uh, Really, you could make the case they've had the best wrestling booking in all of wrestling for the past two or three. You could actually make a valid argument for that. It's just that, you know, they're not really seen by anyone. And do we like they've made but they've done great things. They made Rich Swan a made a better, bro. Don't, don't don't play with me out here. You know, so they've got and they, they've done a lot of really, really cool stuff. It looks like you could have Sammy Callahan. If it's not Sammy Callahan, W. Morrissey is there like they have options like it's all. And, and honestly, W. Morrissey. Uh, he looks amazing. I mean, just the best that he's ever looked physically and his work is good. Yeah. I mean, so they, they have a lot of legit options. Eddie Edwards is still there consistently amazing. So, uh, it's very interesting to see if if it's Sam, if it's Sammy cool, if it's not Sammy, there's still other people. Yeah, I was going to say, the double, I think that what they're doing with W. Morrissey is great. I think, again, he's, he leaned out, and I think he had a really fun match with Rich Swan. They're clearly building him up for something big. Uh, maybe, you know, whether it's to challenge uh, Kenny or Sammy for the match. I just don't want to see him wrestling in jeans anymore. That's it. That's my only request. Yeah. Uh, but no, that, That's more That's more than fair. That's more than fair. Wrestling in jeans is mid. We need to acknowledge this. That's another thing that needs to go. The jean wrestling is mid, but, you know, whatever. All right. Hey, I do respect gotta... the fact that he's from he's from New York, so he wears Tim's. I appreciate that. The, I yeah, I guess I'm not. Just, when I think uh, New York, I don't think W. Morris. I don't think I don't think Fabio Lucolex. You know, what I mean, it's not really his. I do get Fair. it. That's where he's from, but it's not his. Just not his vibe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's but he's also he's from Long Island, I think, and he's a Trump supporter. So like, it, it kind of it, there's a lot is he, of is yeah, he there's really a, there's a I know he's from Long yeah, he's Island. Really, yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he's a hardcore Trump supporter, bro. He's yeah. a hardcore, like, yeah, yeah, he's from Glendale. So, yeah, yeah, yeah you'll have that. Ooh, what are you going to do? Um, yep. We got to get out of here. But first, before we go, uh, John Cena's Instagram keeps being mint since he's gone Hollywood. Really kind of throwing a, 
uh, really just completely uh, defeat, defeating the purpose of our podcast. Uh, so we'll skip it over and uh, we will go to our match of the week. Satoya, what is your match of the week? On the on the topic, since we were talking about women's wrestling in light of various claims that the match at stardom was the greatest women's wrestling match of all time. Uh, please uh, watch more women's wrestling matches. And I'm here to help you. I will say Alundra Blaze versus Bill Nakano from SummerSlam 1994. Uh, this was really the first time I had ever seen Bull Nakano. I was about nine years old and, uh, they had an amazing match. I mean, that SummerSlam card in 94 was amazing to begin with because you had Razor versus Diesel. You had Sean, you had Brett and, and Owen in the cage. And, but I, I really, I, this match stood out so much to me, a Lundra blaze versus bull Nakano for the WWF women's uh, world championship. Cause it was just excellent. I'd never, I just never seen anyone like bull Nakano. I just never seen anyone like her. And um, it was just a fantastic match. So give it a look. And for my match, since we were talking about the ring of honor earlier, I wouldn't recommend uh, Claudio Castagn- Castagnoli versus El Gennaro yeah. from ring of honor. Um, yeah. I believe this was the match that was supposed to final of a tournament. Um, you can find that this was from 2008 uh, when they were both, at least in the, you know, coming into their physical prime, just doing just moves I've never seen before. And I think I, I discovered this match in 2011 when I saw them wrestle in NXT. Um, it was kind of, I guess I was mentioning, this was the match that kind of put me on to NXT. Um, and, that's, you know, people in the comments were like, well, hey, you thought this is cool. Check out what they did before. Um, and that is just incredible. I mean, what those two could do, I, I still haven't seen anybody else do the uh, Sami Zayn slash El Generico's uh, uh, DDT, uh, spinning DDT through the turnbuckle, but he dives on the floor. Wait, what are, you, what are you, wait, what are you, what are you insinuating? El Generico and Sami Zayn are different. That's people. right. <laughs> That's right. They're different people. I do apologize. Uh, his, yeah, I don't... His, uh, yes. his, one of the people he helped train. Um, yes. That's right. So Elgin, but yeah, Elgin Eric's DDT is incredible. Uh, the height. No, yeah. I don't think anybody gets the height on the up on the on the pop up uppercut that Elgin Eric or Sami Zayn have gotten. Um, Fact. It's, yeah, it's uh, weird. Like their similarities are like so striking. They're very, but, like, you know, they're very similar body types, so it wouldn't. Yes, make very sense. much so. Um, yeah, but they can't be one of them from Mexico, one of them being from Tijuana, one of them being from Canada. Yes, uh, there are yeah. different people, um, as we both very know. But yeah, it's a it's just a very fun match. Uh, I will not go, you know, say there's like a ton of storytelling or even a ton of selling for that matter, which I generally enjoy. This is just like, man, if you enjoy good spot fest with two guys who have good chemistry with one another, I don't think you'll find one better than this. Yep, yep, that's a great pick. All right, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we we have given you a great show. Uh, it's gonna be a motherfucker to edit, but you will have uh, yourself a fantastic show. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you had a good time. Hope you enjoyed all of the abundance of wrestling options you have had over the past two weeks. And we will be be back uh, next week. Yes. Also, real quick, guys, uh, support NWA Power. What Mickey James is doing over there. Uh, with women's wrestling, it'll be very exciting to see what happens. So keep that in mind as well. And we will talk more about NWA Power and Mickey James and all other things wrestling next week. Thank you for joining us. Have yourself a good day.